0: RadioInfluence.com
1: Initiate procedure Okay, the MJ Radio Network We are go. Go,
2: go Now, stand by For the MJ Morning Show
3: Oh my god, just as we're about to start the podcast, Fester says, guys, we gotta hurry, I've got an emergency, and then he proceeds to tell us about some 80-year-old friend of his that's fallen on the floor, and he can't get up like (laughs) Mrs. Fletcher, like from that old Life Alert commercial. (laughs) Fester, what the hell is going on?
2: I've inherited an 80-year-old man. How how the...
0: (laughs) How the hell did that – tell us the story. Okay. Why are your friends only above 70? It's <laughs> weird. It, it, it is weird how I have a large
2: amount of very old friends. But uh, I, I met him when he was a young guy. I met him when he was like 62. <laughs> <laughs> he, was a, he was a young, happening 62-year-old guy. Yeah. But, but fast forward 18 years, and now he's 80, and he's got nobody. He's got no wife. He's got no kids. Holy and, crap. Uh, and when, I'm did, only friend. Sad. and when did he call you? When did he say that he was on the floor? He called me f- six minutes ago. I mean, f- five
3: minutes ago, right oh before you sat down in your chair. So what do you say? I can't come right away. Just hang tight on the floor. I got to do a quick podcast. Okay, well, first I asked
2: him if he was okay. And he said, nothing's broken. No broken bones. No uh, no bleeding. You know, he, he knows the questions I ask him. This is the third time he's fell in the last, like, two weeks. So...
0: I, uh, Are I, you his first call, as yes. if you're his son
2: or yes. something? I have assumed, I have assumed the role of son.
3: <laughs> right, Fester, Fester, why don't you facilitate this guy getting one of those Life Alert necklaces? I've fallen and I can't get up. Why don't you facilitate that, Fester? Come on, dude. Do you want
2: to know why? Because he's 80 years old and he believes, I swear to God, he believes Life Alert is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> he says, You know, I had Life Alert and they charged me $29 a month, and all they do is call 911. Shit, I could call nine one one.
3: So Meanwhile, he's <laughs> on the floor half the month. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, he's waiting for you to finish the podcast to get him off the freaking floor. Like, right, so wait a minute. Do we stop this now? Do we postpone the podcast? What do we do? Is the guy like okay? And he's like he's, just, is he comfortable on the floor right now?
2: He's okay. He's okay. Like I said, this has happened before. I told him I'd need a a few minutes. Usually I'm over there in like 10 minutes. He lives not too far from me. So let me be with you guys maybe for the, it would be all right if I'm here for like the first half hour and then I duck out and you guys finish up. No, (laughs) you're not leaving for some
0: old bitty who's on the floor that we don't know. Hold on a froggy stop. If If it was legally blind Mike. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get him on the
2: phone? Yeah, does he have a phone oh, near him? I, listen, I, I, can't, I can't put him on the podcast. Yeah, I, 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 Listen, I, listen I, I, he would love to come on and talk with us. If he wasn't on the floor, probably covered it in himself. Does he listen oh. to podcasts?
3: Does he even know what a podcast is? No, no, he is doesn't. Is he a big fan of like Joe Rogan?
2: He's, he, he's a big fan <laughs> of the schnitz show.
3: Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great.
2: I really? love the schnitz show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. i just fell again dominic help (laughs) me that's what he said that was the call dominic can you hear me yes i can hear you oh i'm on the floor
0: maybe you should get friends mm, close to your own age none (laughs) of my friends big lose never called me saying help me i'm on the floor this guy has nobody this is my act of mercy if anything big lose like you he's on the floor too there's got to be a reason why you're helping this guy. Does he tip you? No, nah, he doesn't tip me. Uh, is he loaded?
3: Define loaded. Oh, wait a sec. <laughs> all, right, well, all right, hold on, I'll Fester. Wait a minute. Are you hoping for a payout? Does he have family, friends? I mean, is there a right, chance? The, is there a chance just, you could be the beneficiary because you come right. fish him off the floor? Every
2: Listen, I'm going to tell you something that's com- the complete honest truth. Yeah. Everything I'm doing right now is to help my friend. Right. I, I want to see him comfortable. I want him to live as long as the Lord sees fit to have him on this earth. That being said, he has no wife, no children. He has one sister that is distant. Uh, and he's been on a military pension since like 1982. All right, how many little Georges does he have? No, 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 no! no, he's, uh,
3: he's <laughs> no Fester, he, I'm, I'm talking about George Washington, yeah, Washington dollar yeah, yeah. bills. He's,
2: he, I mean, he's amassed a respectable estate. I mean, he's been getting a pension since he was 38. Has he said he's going to
3: give you his estate? Are you named in the will? We have a meeting with a probate lawyer. Oh, my. Oh my. So, wait a minute. The, so, the guy wants to give it to you. now. You, I know you, Fester. I know that you're not trying to scam him or scam. Froggy's the scam artist. I know that, you know, you're not going to scam. So, he came to you, and did he say to you, hey, listen, I've got nobody. I want you to have what I have when I pass?
2: Well, a couple of months ago, we were talking, and I said to him, I go, I, just to have everything out in the open, I go, let's prepare, you know, Let's know where everything is. I mean, listen, you're 80. I mean, anything can happen. You could live 10 more years. You could live 10 more minutes. I mean, come on. And he's realistic. And I said to him, where's your will? And he goes, well, it's it's in my safety deposit box. I go, and who's in your will? And he goes, I'm giving everything to a no-kill shelter in New Mexico. Oh my. <laughs> and I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm like what? What he a goes, great guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving everything to a no-kill dog shelter in New Mexico. Do you know the how... a no-kill pig shelter named <laughs> Fester? <laughs>
3: <laughs> do, do, do you have any idea how much the guy's worth?
2: I mean, he's been a good investor. I mean, probably like $12 million. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> No, I'm Bester, Are you kidding me? I'm kidding. I'm, right. kid. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, yeah, he has a probably a couple of a couple of hundred thousand dollar estate, I would imagine. I don't know. i I mean I'm not his power of attorney I don't have I don't have that. You know, but we I helped him get a living will and and uh You helped him do that? It's it's All not right. hard. You're, this is a living will is different than a will will. But we but we talked about it. And he's like, look, he goes, I like, goes, I got nobody to leave it to. I'm gonna leave it all to a dog shelter in New Mexico. Right, so, I'm like, the
3: hell you are. All right, so wait a minute. So when he said that he was gonna leave it all to a no-kill dog shelter in New Mexico, so you said the hell you are, or did you say, Well, I, you know, I, listen I said to him, I go, I go, and when exactly did you write that
2: will? He goes, Oh, like a nineteen ninety eight I go, guy. yeah. I was like, I was like, look, it's time to freshen up that will a little bit. And he goes, Yeah, you're right. We should we should make a meeting to go see a probate lawyer. Did he then so,
3: say that he would like to leave it to you since you've been helping him out for 15 years and you're his only friend?
2: I'm I've I've been
3: helping him out intensely
2: for probably six weeks, you know, but uh, I've known well, him. That's for- when
0: he's really needed the help, though. I mean, you have right. probably been his good friend knowing you. You've probably been there by his side for a I while. Mean-
2: you know how I am with uh, with with guys who pay for meals. You know, I go, I go. Out, so he and I would go to dinner like once every three months. I would tell them tall tales. And now you're gonna walk away with like uh, two, three hundred, four thousand dollars, or what?
0: Hopefully, was
2: well, the house in Florida and the house in
0: Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it's it's listen. It it, it, I mean, guys, think about this right now. He's on the floor right I, I now. Know. I,
2: I have to go. I, I, really, I really I I really, want to be here, guys, but I want to go. Oh my God. But Festa, you're the link for fine. the podcast. You've set up the Skype call. If you disconnect. I'm not. I'm just going to leave everything as it is. You guys can look <laughs> at my, my, my extra room. You guys can talk. I'll mute my mic, and you guys can just talk. He oh, can
3: God. wait. He's fine. Uh, Fester, can I you... just talked to him. He, I told him it'd be about uh, a half an hour. Uh, I Fester, uh, hold on a minute. Just call him right now. <laughs> call him right now and just see if he's okay. Just call him. He, look, ask I, look, him. Ask him. Please. Listen, please. ask him if he can finish the podcast. Okay. First of all,
2: I, I'm, I'm not going to call him.
3: I'm not going to call him.
0: Oh, Fester. I'm not going to call him. He's the on the floor. Time.
3: He's, he's told me he's okay. No, no, I want you to call him right. No, 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 no. Call, call him right. You don't have to put him on the podcast, but just call him and let me just hear you on the mic. We don't need to hear him. Just make sure he's okay. If he's okay, just tell him that you're doing a recording. Do I need to rush over right now or can you just stay on the floor for another few minutes while you finish
2: the 45 podcast?
0: 45 minutes. Come on, old timer. <laughs>
2: well, that, uh, that was my hope when I told him I'd be there in a half an hour.
0: Okay, he, he, just call him. Right,
3: Call him right now. Hurry up, Fester. Hurry up. Hello? <laughs> <All right. laughs> Froggy, knock it off with the Dementia Don stuff, all right? <laughs> Stop. Amazing.
0: You this, know, it's it all comes back to Fester being too good of a you know
2: what, guy. It, it went immediately to his voicemail. Well, oh, oh, my God. Right. I know. Call
3: back. Call back. Hurry up. Call back. I can't come to the phone right now. Leave a message. Fester, keep calling. If that's the case, then you might, might need to go right away. Can't you
0: send your kid or something? My kid's kid is four. four. What are you uh, talking about? Hey, here are the keys to the car. Go, go take care of Gramps.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. This is the craziest damn thing in the world.
2: Uh, the one ring and right to voicemail again.
3: Well, Listen,
2: I I told him I'd be about a half an hour. He said he's okay. He said no broken bones, no blood. Okay.
0: <laughs> and so- Let's just get what we can out of Fester until he has to go save an old man's life. Uh. And then we'll move on.
2: (laughs) I may have to be gone for the second half of the podcast. That's all I'm saying. To be
3: a superhero. Get my brother on the phone. My brother Drew is standing by. Guys, and then I got my u hole story, which is crazy. I'll get get to that here in a second. My brother Drew, who's a physician, has got the freakiest, weirdest story. One of his (laughs) associates... What
0: are you, who, who's laughing? I thought you were going to tell me, I thought you were going to say that you would know how to help Fester's friend with your brother. No, Jesus No, my, my brother's got a crazy story. Something
3: had happened to one of his, you know, my brother's a sur, a surgeon. Uh, Fester, are you getting my brother on the phone or what?
0: It's It says calling right now. All right. I mean, you need to get your brother and hook him up with the old man. Is what you need to do. Will you get the successful schnitt on the line, please? The schnitt the parents are proud of. Hey, Drew? Yeah. Hey, this is Fester. Uncle Fester? Hey, buddy.
2: How are you? <laughs> on. Your brother's on. Your brother's on the call, too.
3: Your brother's a surgeon, and all you are is some schlub on the radio. Drew, I got Froggy and Fester and, of course, me, your bro. And I was just telling the guys that you've got the freakiest story to tell. This happened to a lady in your plastic surgery office. You got to tell a story from the beginning.
1: That's true. It's a pretty interesting story. One, uh... One I have yet to hear so far. So, uh, so I have an esthetician, and she takes care of a lot of the skin skin treatments in the office. Does lasers and hair removal and yep. facials and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and she uh, goes to this dry cleaner up the road from the office, and she one day dropped off a duvet cover for. And
3: by the way, let me point out that this is in Fort Lauderdale. My brother has two plastic surgeries, uh, one in Fort Lauderdale and one in Delray Beach. And Drew, do you want to mention the name of your uh, new cosmetic surgery
1: centers? Yeah, there, there's uh, one that's been there for about three and a half years now in Delray Beach called Inspire Aesthetics, and one in Fort Lauderdale called Inspire Aesthetics. And this one is actually the the Delray Beach location gotcha. that the... Uh, that the esthetician was at.
3: All right. So she goes to the dry cleaner, pick it up from there.
1: So she goes to the, uh, to the dry cleaner, drops off this duvet cover and the, uh, the clerk recommends that she get the duvet cover dry clean. So she goes along with her recommendation. In fact, I'm getting ready to drive by the dry cleaner right now. I <laughs> wonder if I should stop in and cause a commotion. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and she drops off the duvet cover. She goes to pick it up, and it's, like, completely torn up and full of holes when she gets it back, which is interesting that they would actually hand it back. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so she looks at the duvet like, cover.
3: Like you're not going to notice? Oh, hey, I'm getting a duvet cover back. It looks like Swiss cheese. And, oh, I, 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 I didn't notice a thing. Okay. I'm
1: a, I'm a, I'm yeah. On the side of pretty pretty interesting, huh? So she gets her duvet cover back and she obviously files a, a report with the dry cleaner that they ruined her cover. And the report comes back and they say, oh, it shouldn't have been cleaned in this way. And our, uh, our clerk uh, made a mistake and we're sorry. And they actually, you know, stepped up to the plate and paid her for the cover and there was no problem. She was very satisfied with the fact that they kind of took care of things like they should, instead of giving her a hard time. So she went back there, uh, just last week. And she goes back and she brings some new dry cleaning to be done. And she had been going to this place for some time. And interestingly, the same clerk is at the desk. And apparently the clerk starts turning on an attitude with her. And she's a little sprite of a thing, skinny and and, uh, full of energy. And she kind of turns an attitude on right away. And and my esthetician tells her that, She's dropping off uh, dry cleaning, and the girl is kind of giving her an attitude, and she says, you know, I've been here before. She's like, oh, I remember you. And uh, so my esthetician says, you know, that all she wants to do is drop off her stuff. She's not looking for a fight. And uh, and the girl just starts getting more and more escalated. So my esthetician takes out her phone and starts videotaping her. And she gets even more upset and starts uh, – trying to shove the phone out of my esthetician's hand and then actually comes I saw a video of this actually comes around the counter and starts to approach my esthetician like in a threatening manner and, uh, and you could hear my esthetician saying really I can't believe you're acting like this I'm surprised you even have a job <laughs> and, uh, and she instead, instead of you know completing the transaction she just grabs her stuff and she leaves she starts walking out she walks out into the parking lot and she's, uh, she's walking out towards her car and this girl comes out from out of the store, tackles her <laughs> from the back, jumps oh. on her and tackles her to the ground from from behind and just starts wailing on her. Uh, shoved her elbow into the ground. She's got bruises all over her body from this girl attacking her and then the girl just gets up gets in her car while she's on duty and just drives away. <laughs> and uh there were witnesses in the parking lot. Like there's an older couple who actually took pictures of the girl's car driving away. Ooh. And, uh, and my esthetician calls the police and the police come and they, they take a report and, uh, you know, my estheticians pressing charges and they put a warrant out for the girl's arrest. And, uh, they called the girl up, and apparently the police uh, were able to get a hold of the girl, and she actually brought herself down to the police station instead of them going out to get her and, uh, and you know, reported for her for her arrest warrant. And uh, so the story's still to be continued. The cleaner has touched base with my esthetician. I'm not sure what the, what the resolution or restitution with her was, and, uh, and I guess there's some court date set that's coming up.
3: Oh my God! So, that is the crazy. You, you, you go to the dry cleaner, and the next thing you know, you're jumped in the parking lot by the clerk behind the counter, and wailed on. And then the lady flees. Then she she leaves while she's at work, while she's on duty. She flees the scene. That's in. How long was she on the lam before the cops got a hold of her and she turned herself in? I guess.
1: I guess just you know later that afternoon, but I don't know about you guys over there, but here that's just a regular dry cleaner drop off. <laughs> that's what happens every day around.
3: <laughs> Easy now. Yeah, <laughs> see that's the difference between the east coast of Florida and the west coast of Florida.
1: The dry cleaning.
0: What was that show where the the it was the surgeons always got into? It was on FX, and it was about the surgeons.
1: Oh, nip tuck. Oh, that was yes. That was this this reminds
0: me of a nip tuck storyline sort of
1: my brother made me watch an episode of nick Tuck once when it was on at first he's like drew you gotta watch this show it's great so so i tuned into this one episode it was the most ridiculous thing i've ever watched in my life it had no factual basis in medicine whatsoever i was like i can't even get through an episode (laughs) <laughs> Just so bad.
0: Look down on your brother as always.
3: Uh, my bro, the plastic surgeon. Actually, you know, my my brother does a lot of cosmetic work. But Drew's specialty. My brother Drew Schnitt, Doctor Drew Schnitt. How many like Operation Smile missions and and similar organizations? How many missions have you gone on around the world to help kids and and people with birth defects?
1: Oh, I don't. I don't know. Many, many. That's what I like doing the most. Now, if it, I could just do that and survive, I would.
3: And if you could guess, how many trips have you been on? How many, how many surgeries have you done, and how many different trips to how many countries have you done?
1: Oh, thousands of surgeries, hundreds of trips, all over.
0: A lot more than you've ever done, MJ. That's for sure. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so, thanks so all much. All we yeah. did was light a van on fire.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, uh, right, Drew. Drew, Drew.
2: Listen, this is Fester. I'm going to give you a call in a couple of weeks. I need a family discount on a gynecomastia.
1: Um, we, could, we could probably, we could probably help you. All right, good deal.
2: <laughs> and that's for you, Fester. Yeah, I need a <laughs> little male boob reduction and uh, a little gynecomastia. And uh, maybe around Christmas time, I take a couple
3: of weeks off then.
1: We <laughs> no uh, oh. gynecomastia surgery, you'd be good as new.
3: Seriously, Fester, a male boob reduction?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. All right, I just want to say the that time. we do, we do them regularly.
0: Fester posted Damn on Booms Facebook. Are a
1: real thing. Yeah, I know. Fester
0: posted on Facebook earlier a video of him in a commercial from, I don't know, 2000, and he had male breasts in the commercial. Yeah, that was 2000, 2001. Yeah, Fester was in a Ford
3: F-150 commercial that was shot in Orlando, right, Fester?
2: Uh, yeah, shot, shot in a checkers parking lot in Orlando. <laughs> in your boot, your tits are... <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, and this thing was nationwide. This is an F uh, one hundred and fifty Ford commercial that ran all over the country. And Festa was the dude getting out of the truck. It was hysterical. Anyway, hey Drew, good to talk to you. Great story. Do me a favor, uh, keep us up. to I don't know sp-
1: if it's a great story. I, you know, if you want to go to the dry cleaner and get beat up, it's a, good story, I, I, it's, it's a horrible story. story. Uh, I'm it's just sorry, your <laughs> stuff
3: clean. It's a crazy story. It's great content for the podcast. How about that? Keep us up to speed on the story. And let us know what the resolution is, uh, when the court date is, and if this woman is convicted, if she goes to prison. I would imagine your esthetician is, what, pressing charges to the fullest?
1: Yeah, she's pressing charges for assault. Um, the girl apparently has no, no prior convictions. And, uh, you know, who knows what will actually happen, but I'll, I'll definitely let you guys know. All
3: right, Drew. Thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Take care.
0: MJ, I got a question about your brother
3: My brother Drew, ladies and gentlemen Dr. Drew, he's the
0: good son Yeah, go ahead He sounds like a very educated Very successful Spicoli Am I wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? I mean, he's got a little Spicoli edge to him But he's really smart Mr. Hand I saw the club over there. (laughs) Let's party.
2: (laughs) All right, guys, listen, I'm sorry. I just got a call from the old man while uh, Drew was telling his story. He's still on the floor. I got to go. I, oh, I'm so really. sick of him. I'm sorry. He's in the
0: way. All right. Okay,
3: well, uh, I got to go. Can you call yourself on your cell phone? Because I want your expertise on the U-Haul. All right. So d- you dial in now. Th- let's y- talk about U-Haul right now. Let's talk about U-Haul right
2: now. Okay. All let's right.
0: get U-Haul. Let's get that. Because he can stay right now. He'll stay. Get All him right. in the. Get him involved in the conversation. He'll forget about the old man.
2: <laughs> I'm, no, I won't, I'm concerned
3: but. about the old dude. Now, what did the old man say on the floor? Did he say he's okay? He said, Dominic. D- Dominic. I was like, hey, listen, uh, I'm still a few minutes away. (laughs) You know, I didn't tell him I'm recording a podcast. They'll walk me right out of the will. Froggy said before the podcast, man, you got to tell the U-Haul story. What do you want to know, guys? You drove the whole way down in like a day, right? Dude, uh, I've done the trip now twice. So we're back in the Tampa house. I've moved the studio to Tampa now. Uh, We've left Manhattan. We just arrived late on Friday night, and then over the weekend we unloaded the truck and I set up the studio, but prior to getting down here, uh, back in May we rented a 26-foot U-Haul and moved a whole bunch of stuff down, and then this past week we loaded up a 20-foot truck, and the 20-foot truck was filled to the brim, and we still needed more space. So I had to go rent a 12-foot U-Haul trailer to attach onto the 20-foot truck. So that it was even bigger and longer than the 26-footer that I drove back in May. And folks are probably saying, why did you hire movers? What's going on? The problem is with COVID-19, everybody is fleeing Manhattan. And you can't get a mover. You can't get trucks. So what we did do is I found a great moving company. We actually had an associate that knows them. They took care of me. They were able to send a crew to my house and pack the U-Haul. So they moved all the stuff out of this three-story brownstone we were in. And they put it inside the truck, so they professionally blanket wrapped, shrink wrapped, and packed the truck both times in May, and then again last week. So we fill up the 20 foot truck. And it's like, oh my God, look how much stuff we. I went. I luckily I got a 12 foot trailer, and this is when all the fun and games click in. Our trip was screwed up. We lost two days. Now, Froggy, you kind of followed my images on Twitter, correct?
0: Yeah, I saw pictures of massive amounts of sharp objects from a parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And I realized it must have been a bunch of flat tires. That, was it just continuous flat oh, tires? Oh, the, oh. the air pressure was off? All right, let me. It wasn't checked, let but. Me, let us tell you what happened.
3: I like U-Haul. I've had good luck with U-Haul with various trucks in the past. I have a number of storage garages at the U-Haul on Gandy for years and years and years. And that store has just always been run very, very well. When I rented the uh, 26-foot truck back in May, that was fine. That was a good truck. Everything ran fine. There was not one single glitch at all. So I just had glitch after glitch after glitch with this U-Haul truck. So the 20-foot truck, they instruct me to pick up at a U-Haul neighborhood dealer in Canarsie in Brooklyn. Now I'm not a fan of the neighborhood dealers. I like to get my equipment from the U-Haul owned and operated company stores. And Fester, I'm sure you can appreciate that. So I go to Absolutely. I go to Canarsie. I pick up the truck, and I'm driving the truck. And you know what? It it didn't quite feel right. And I'm I'm on the highway, the expressway already, and I'm 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 heading back to Manhattan. And then I got to find a place to you know, park a 20 foot U-Haul on the streets of Manhattan. The truck just didn't feel right. It just felt a little wobbly in the rear end. So I get back to Manhattan. I find a spot. I park the truck and then the truck gets loaded the next day. We run out of space and then I hunt down a 12 foot trailer. I then have to go to Queens, New York, uh, one of the boroughs to go pick up the 12 foot trailer. I get to U-Haul and they get the trailer out and they get ready to hook up the trailer, the 12 footer to the 20 foot truck. The guy's looking at the tires, and one of the tires didn't look right on the trailer. I'm like, well, why don't you guys check this out before I come pick it up? So he puts air on the tires, and the thing's going, <laughs> <laughs> there, Jesus. There's a, a split in the tire because the tires are, are kind of crappy. The tires are old. They don't have a lot of tread on them. I'm like, what the hell? You're giving the penny
0: test? You uh, walk well, up oh, with a penny and
3: well, put it? <laughs> hey, you ought to take a look at the penny test that I did. There was like zero <laughs> tread, uh, but that's the oh right. That hold on, a that's the right side. That that's a whole different day. That's a whole different story. So the guy says, "Yeah, we got a leak in this tire. We need to get you a new tire." The U-Haul guy calls like their U-Haul service people to come out. Can't get them on the phone. He cannot get their own U-Haul service people to get on the phone. Whoever fixes their tires can't get a hold of them. And then the guy says, "Oh, look at your truck." Yeah, your truck doesn't look right either. And he's looking at the rear uh right. I'm like, What do you mean? Yeah, see how the tires all bubbled out in the rear? I'm like, Yeah, that <laughs> <Jesus>. that, that, <laughs> that looks awful. that looks a little low there, doesn't it? And then he said, Yeah, I gotta go. And I think the guy left. <laughs> the guy was like off the clock or something. So he points out that the truck tire's bad, that the trailer tires bad, and this guy's like he checks out. He's like he's like gone. Hey, be grateful he even told you. It turns out the guy says, yeah, I can't get a hold of my tire people. I'm like, well, should I call U-Haul roadside assistance from your parking lot? I'm I'm in a U-Haul dealer, and I'm calling roadside assistance to come to their parking lot to fix the tire on the trailer. So I call roadside assistance. I wait an hour and change, and no uh, service people come. I called back to U-Haul, and they said, all right, we're trying again. We're trying to call uh, the, the company we called out to fix your tire. They can't get a hold of the company. So company number one, the roadside assistance people that U-Haul used, and they called, they uh, left us high and dry. No response, no cancellation. U-Haul sent them out, and they never arrived. So that wasted an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. So then they call a second company. The second company, and at this point, already let them know that the guy pointed out at U-Haul that there's something wrong with the rear truck tire as well. So they tell them that the rear right truck tires don't appear to be right. So they end up bringing one of the trailer tires to fix the leaking tire on the left side of the uh, second axle on the U-Haul. And then they also brought out two tires to fit the 20-foot U-Haul. The guy finally gets there, and these guys were great. It was like S and JB Tire or something, uh, roadside assistance. These guys, you got to believe this. They show up in a Nissan Altima, all right? (laughs) They've got a jack in the trunk. (laughs) Yeah, that's
2: their road crew car. They've
3: got three tires, two big truck tires and the trailer tire, and these guys show up in a Nissan Altima to fix the truck. Anyway, they got it done. They, they, they fixed the truck. And what the guy said to me is, yeah, look at this. Your valve stem is all dangling. So the valve stem from the inside tire was snapped off and dangling. The tire was completely flat. That's why the truck was all wobbling all over the road because the inside, it's a, it's a dual, dual uh, tire on the back of the truck. So, Fester, how bad is that, that the inside tire is totally flat and then all the weight is now on a loaded U-Haul on the rear right tire, which was bubbling out. How, how bad is that?
2: Yeah, and no way could that truck have been safe to carry the maximum load. I mean, you could have you could have flipped over and died just as you crossed the bridge out of the city. Oh, my
0: God. MJ,
2: there's only, <laughs> there's the only one. <laughs> what?
0: There's only one.
3: <laughs> what, the, what the hell are you laughing What are you laughing what? at?
0: There's only one. Movie company. <laughs> oh, b- b- are you going to say There's blip- only one movie company? Flip and trip movers.
2: <laughs> Remember when me and I the dwarf the had was- that truck? We got that truck from the U-Haul on Gandhi Boulevard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, years ago, Fester and Dave the Dwarf. Start, started a movie company called. I was
0: the driver. Yeah, I was the driver.
3: Blimp and shrimp movers. That and Fester just held up the battery. He still has it. That was that. that was. You're gonna uh, put that on Facebook or something. Hey,
2: guys, 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 listen. I gotta go. The old man's calling me. I gotta run. Uh, uh, all right. Oh, Do, I gotta
3: go. Goodbye. Hey, Fester, Forget can, him, uh, Fester. He just got up. Fester's left. Fester. Uh, he's gone. Fester's gone. Uh, oh, for, we get to look at his horrible office now. Great. So, Froggy, yeah, I hope the connection holds. If if the do you hear the little squeaky noise? It's coming from Fester's Skype because my studio setup is clean as a whistle. And when he that's connects, his chair. When he, squeaking uh, when, constantly. When when he connected us to Skype, like every single time, uh, I'm getting this little squeaky, chirpy thing. But
0: anyway, uh, so I can't I, believe he's not going to call us and pick up the old man off the floor.
3: Well, what When fe- we're on the phone, what, what are you doing? Should have, What he should have done now is he should have called into the podcast and we could have him on the phone while he's driving away.
0: Can I not? I, we can't call him because he's in charge of this. He, ha, he linked us all. I can call him from my cell phone. Dude, he's going to be picking <laughs> He's going to be picking <laughs> all right. Sorry, I medicated before. This. <laughs> are you okay, Froggy? He's going to be picking up an eighty-year-old man off the floor. I mean, we—I have to hear this. You know,
3: I, I i feel bad that we held him over, but the guy said he was okay. That Fester could finish the podcast.
0: Ah, oh, he's such a good guy, but oh, I have to hear it.
3: All right, well, I'll tell you what. Let me get. It, let me let him get in his car, and then right. I can call Fester now. From my cell phone, and it's plugged into our, my console. Oh, okay.
0: So then, oh, okay. Yeah, so, then maybe we'll be able to hear it.
3: Yeah, well, uh, I don't know if you can hear Fest I'll be able to hear Fester. I don't know if it's Whatever. Gonna, it doesn't yeah. matter as long as uh, the podcast listeners uh, can uh, hear. Anyway, let, let me get back to the freaking U-Haul story. Okay, Yeah. So the bottom line is the guy changes out three tires, one on the trailer, two on the truck, and he said, yeah. He said that that rear tire situation, that was bad news because my truck was loaded
0: and my truck was heavy. Yeah, that could have – does he realize that could have killed you? Do you know how long I was on the U-Haul lot? Oh, I I followed. It was probably over, what, six hours, five hours? I
3: I arrived at U-Haul at like 2.10 p.m. and their computers were busted. I waited 40 minutes for them to get their computers online so they could take care of all the people and all of their reservations. So that was like the first forty minutes with the, with the whole episode and the busted tires and waiting for company number one to stand us up. Then finally company two. I didn't leave the lot till about nine p.m. It was a set almost a seven-hour ordeal on the U-Haul parking lot. And by the way, when they, when they opened up the trailer, it wasn't cleaned out. The trailer hauled drywall, and there was all kinds of dust and drywall tape and. All kinds of crap loaded in the Ugh. trailer. Uh, I, I started sweeping out the trailer. It was just just a mess. I right, Then it gets better. So it's, it, it's so late, right? It's so freaking late that I'm, where am I going to be able to park a 20-foot U-Haul with a 12-foot trailer on the streets of Manhattan at 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night? So I left my loaded U-Haul with all of our stuff on the U-Haul parking lot. Michelle and I agreed we had to do it, and then I was going to go get it at 5 a.m. the next morning. So that's what I did. So holy cow, man! 5 a.m. the next morning, I took an Uber out to pick up the U-Haul to then drive it, then finish our load to leave Manhattan. So we finished the load. I, I believe it or not, I found a spot because it was alternate side of the street parking with the street sweepers, and I snaked in and I grabbed a huge spot to park the truck, and. As we're almost getting ready to pull out, I look at the right side of the trailer and the tire, one of them is on the ground, totally flat, gone.
0: Jesus, what a joke.
3: I know. So I look at the tires and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. The tires had virtually zero tread on that. I was so preoccupied with the other tire and the truck tires being all screwed up. That I didn't notice that the right two tires on this 12-foot U-Haul trailer, I didn't, I didn't uh, realize that those were like almost treadless. They were almost bald, 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 and like
0: Costanza
3: bald, like bald, <laughs> bald.
0: She's bald. She's Bold. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Were you real? Did you just burst out a bunch of curse word? I would have punched my, I might've punched myself when I found that out and curse. Oh,
3: uh, Dude, I, I was so pissed off. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So I call you all again. Keep in mind, there's already a case opened up on the trailer. There's already yeah. a case opened up on the truck tires. So now I call you all again. And I'm like, guys, I've got another flat tire. This the tire, it's just, it's ridiculous. So they already, they saw my file. They can see all these open cases, all of these uh, issues. So they send out another company. I waited about an hour and a half. So that delayed us leaving the city now uh, the second day. An hour and a half later, this guy shows up. And this guy was really cool. He showed up in one of those professional roadside tire trucks, you know the ones that are fixing 18-wheelers on the side of the interstate? Yeah. Yeah. So this guy shows up in the the real deal. At this point, he's looking at the tires on the trailer. He's like, uh, mierda. He's like. (laughs) (laughs) Basura, mierda. The the, the guys from uh, the Dominican Republic, really cool guy. And he's like, shit, man, mierda, shit. He's he's like. (laughs) These
0: tires are mierda.
3: So he's telling me that, yeah, these say, I said, should these tires be on the road? He said, no. So he changes. Of course not. He changes out both of the right side trailer tires. So at this point, Froggy, I've had five new tires put on the U-Haul equipment that they let me drive
0: off the lot on. Oh, I was following all this on your Instagram, and I was just like, I can't believe he's still functioning as a human being, oh. dealing with, like, downer after downer i mean i would have been like i would have been beside myself right, i don't know how you did it all right,
3: so we did make it down to florida thank god nothing happened on the road all the pressures held all the way down so i was very happy about that yeah but you we, lived well, well well there was a little problem on the other end then we get to the house and it was raining uh a lot can you believe that there was a roof leak in the truck and what? Oh, really, I didn't know yeah, about this. Yeah. So this is new. I didn't. Shit. I didn't post this yet. So <laughs> there was a roof leak up in Mom's attic. That's the overhang part. Uh, they, yeah. they call it Mom's attic. This is a brand new truck. The truck only has eleven thousand miles on it when I checked it out. New truck, and there's a leak. So I got a whole bunch of wet, soaked boxes uh, from the water leak because of uh, the rain. There must be some kind of hole in the roof. So now I got to deal with that. I'm like, holy friggy friggy uh, I got a ton of open cases U-Haul tells me that the regional manager has been alerted the area president has been alerted and I'm going to be yeah. getting I'm going to be getting a call from U-Haul or the management to talk about restitution or or some type of arrangements you know I got to be honest I want the whole freaking thing comped I mean they they ought to comp the whole freaking thing what a
0: disaster this was I know you don't like doing this I, I would if I was in your oh, position, but do you God. drop the I'm Todd Schnitt with the national radio show well, sort of thing? I, I tweeted. I mean, you need to
3: sort of bring that out of the closet once in a while. Well, I tweeted about it, and of course, it says all that. You know, I don't play that card. I don't do... I'm, well, sometimes you need to, my friend. You know, I never do the... Do you know who I am? I, I don't do that. I, I think they figured out at, at U-Haul, at least the folks that run social media, when I did my five part story with pictures, I think you know, they realized I have a verified twitter account and you know that I, I do a radio show i'm not playing that angle it, it doesn't matter who the hell i am any customer that went through what i went through uh you all ought to be whipping out some major restitution so, some major crediting to my job i don't think i had to pay for the whole damn move they they cost me two days essentially it was just a a total pain in the ass
0: yeah because when you were supposed to be home i text you and I go, how's it going being back? And you're like, not back yet. I'm like, what yeah, are you talking yeah, about? Not,
3: not back yet. So that's the story, folks. And I'm waiting for U-Haul. No one from U-Haul has contacted me yet. I called American Express already, and I put both pieces of equipment in dispute. I've preemptively acted by having a dispute put on the trailer charge and the truck charge. And we'll see what uh u-haul is going to do about it but th- that's my u-haul story but we did get back to the house uh, everything's plugged in all my equipment is uh is operating except for fester's crackly skype connection hey should i uh, should i get fester on the phone
0: yeah you should but let me just say this yeah. u-haul this should be a pro boner deal <laughs> if it should be a pro boner deal yeah. this should be a pro boner a, deal pro, for sure
3: a pro, pro bono No, <laughs> not, not Pro bono, not like Sunny Bono, not pro okay, boner. Oh, one other thing on the U-Haul story. While I was waiting in the parking lot for seven hours to get the tires fixed, I started wandering around, and in the equipment return lanes where the trucks and trailers are brought back in, I found like 30-some-odd pieces of shrapnel, nails, screws, bolts, I mean, all kinds of road hazards that will puncture and destroy tires. No wonder why they have flat tires. Their freaking parking lot is a minefield of tire-destroying shrapnel terror. Hello, you haul Hello! Pictures of the shrapnel, that's all included in the five part story on my Twitter feed. So, see all the shrapnel I picked up. In their parking lot. It's in my hands in the photos. Go to my Twitter feed at Todd Schnitt. That's at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. Scroll down and you'll see the five part story on my U-Haul fiasco. Uh right, let's try to get Fester on the phone. 813, what is he? 3108 uh, uh, F-A-T-T. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got it. All right, calling Fester. Let me bring him up here. Now, Frog, I don't know if you're gonna be able to hear Fester.
0: I hear him. I hear the phone at least.
3: Oh, you can hear it. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. All right. I didn't know whether the it, it went through like a hybrid.
0: He's such a good guy, but sometimes it bites you.
3: Oh, don't tell me he's not going to pick he up the freaking phone. Better pick up. Oh my god. Oh, you got to be kidding me. He, he could pick he up a naked play. old man. He, he could pick, pick up the phone. What the hell's he doing? That's the picking
0: up. Uh, what is he doing? Picking up a naked old. God,
3: hang on, let me try him again. Maybe he's already picking the guy up. Maybe he put the phone down because he's actually picking the dude up off the ground. I mean, should we feel guilty that we didn't let him go right
0: away? I, I'm sorry, I can't come to the. Home. He's not picking up the freaking MJ, what phone. What if the guy? What if the guy dies? No,
3: the, the, Fester was on the phone with. Didn't you hear when my brother was telling the dry cleaning story? Didn't you hear him? <laughs> Fester <laughs> walked. Away, Fester walked away from the mic, folks. If you go back and you hear a little chatter in the background while my brother's telling the dry cleaning attack story, that's Fester. I think the guy called Fester and. I, I guess he's okay. Uh, he, he's still breathing. He's okay. He's just on the floor, and he was just waiting for Fester yeah. to show up. I'm falling, thing with and is, I can't get up.
0: Fester puts out this persona that he's really, he's really a nice guy, and he's friends with this 98-year-old guy. I mean, and so they build a bond, and now Fester's, Fester's attached to this guy now. He's running to his house. It's like you have a parent that, you know— is sick, but you don't. So he doesn't have to deal with it. What is he doing? It's confusing. It's the craziest damn thing in the world. Well, both of you guys. Both Why be- would he put himself through this?
3: <laughs> but both of you guys, both you and Fester Froggy, have the weirdest crap that happens to you guys.
0: Yeah, but I, I would never help. Okay. I would never help an 80-year-old get up off the floor. Oh, Let's com- on com- it. oh,
3: I would. come on, Froggy. I would help any elderly individual. But then again, d- didn't
0: you... What what did you do Two recently? Two ago, yeah. I left a woman on the floor at Seven Eleven. Are you kidding me? Because you were afraid of COVID, right? Well, I'm not gonna touch her. If it's if it was my mom or dad, of course I'm gonna help him. But Fester makes friends with these these people, and now he's indebted to this guy, and he's going to his house, probably a trailer. Who knows? Trying to help the guy up. It's just he puts himself in these situations. I don't know how this happens. All
3: uh, right, Let me try Fester again. Hold on a second here. Uh, he said, he yeah, he said you can call now. All right, hold on. Oh, he did? All yeah, right. he texted me. I threw on a... Uh... <phone rings> Let's see if he's at the guy's house. Let's make sure he's okay. I'm going to have him put him on the phone, frog. <laughs>
1: Hello?
3: I'm okay. Hello. Fester, where are you? Okay. I'm with the old man right now. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, the, this is the craziest freaking podcast. All right, is he okay? Uh, yeah, yes, he's fine. He's a little no, no pain, no pain, no pain. Oh, I just heard him in the background. He's saying no pain. Yeah, because here I right, put him on the phone.
1: Mac, Mac, Smith's very concerned about
3: you. I'm fine, Smith. I'm looking forward to meeting
0: you, Schnitt. All right, hold on. Give I've him the... never, I've never, I, I, I don't know who the, hell you, who the hell you are. All I know is you're a voice on the goddamn radio. <laughs> Listen,
2: here, I'm going to put the phone in his hand. Give him second. the phone. Listen, he's a great guy. Here he is. His name is Mac.
3: Hey. How the hell are you? Hey, Mac, it's Schnitt. How are you? Welcome back to Tampa, for Christ's sake. Thank you, Mac. Are you okay? I'm fine. No, uh, bl- no blood, all right.
0: no broken bones, only fried.
3: All right, now I feel really bad that we made you sit on the floor for a couple of minutes extra while we started the podcast. Is that okay? Yeah, well, I, hey, I took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my God. stupid. Mac, what, what happened? How'd you fall? It was, it was wet. The soles of my shoe were rubber, it was raining outside. And then the fire rescue people got and picked me up and brought me in the house.
0: Put me on a chair. and I said, okay, fine. I'm,
3: and I really believed I was fine, guys. So I, I let my legs relax for a while, tried to get up and walk, and my legs just plain flat collapsed. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, hey, that's what happens when you get old. You'll understand that later. <laughs> oh, geez, Mac, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you, Mac? I'm 81. Oh, um, Mac, you sound a lot young. You sound like you're 51. <laughs> I, 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 you, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Oh, Mac. Well, listen. I want, thanks for uh, listening to the Schnitz Show. Now, Mac, did you okay. ever did you ever listen to the old MJ Morning Show? when we had that on the air.
0: I I, I listened to
3: you when MJ was just about to leave. Oh, and BJ. When and, BJ and was then I, then I listened to you guys faithfully in the morning and fester
0: yeah yeah oh wow so you remember now the- look you're friends with fester <laughs> now how about that
3: <laughs> so you remember the mj and bj show then the mj show and now you're a, a schnitz show listener now we got to get you listening right. to the mj morning show podcast all right mac again i'm sorry that you had to hang out on the floor for a little bit but I- i'm glad you're okay
1: <laughs> yeah. hey everything's fine
3: you know, because Froggy was concerned. You know, Mac, Froggy was really worried. Froggy's like, oh, my God, what if Fester gets there and, and Mac expired.
0: <laughs> or if you're naked. All right,
3: Mac, listen, I'm, I'm back in Tampa now. I'm sitting in South Tampa right now, and uh, I'll come see you a, a, as soon as I can with Fester. So, Mac, uh, I'm glad you're okay. Give the phone back to Fester, and I'll talk to you soon.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll phone back
3: to Fester. Dude, this is the craziest podcast episode ever.
0: Fester's oh the God. greatest guy ever. I mean, if this isn't it's proof. come on.
3: Hey, Fester, the guy sounds young as can be.
1: He, 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 he's the exact opposite of that.
3: <laughs> but but he sounds young. <laughs> he I, sounds great. No, the guy's, the guys great.
1: Fester, yeah, you, you got a
0: ways does... to wait for that uh, couple million. To himself. <laughs> He sounds good.
3: Should I ask him about the Should I ask him about the will?
0: Uh, I mean, not, I would.
3: i would say, hey, screw Fester. You've been listening to me on the radio all of these years. Le- leave the money to me. I, I've yeah, ta- you, Do you know? Seriously, now this just reminded me. Do you know how many times over the years when I was a regular like DJ or doing a morning show in West Palm or even in the early MJ and BJ days? I talked about this on the air that if we have any elderly listeners that that love the show and don't have any relatives or charities that they want to leave the money to to leave it, to leave it to me in my uh, in in my nearly what? How many years? I started doing this when I was what, 16? I'm 54 now. How, How many how many years is that? I'm oh like it's like almost thirty eight years, almost forty years of broadcasting, and nobody has included me in their will yet. What the hell is going on?
1: Yeah, well I found my guy. Get your own.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, let me let
1: me make sure this guy gets something to eat for dinner. And I'll talk to you guys this oh week.
0: Gosh.
3: Fester's like a hot wife. All right, Fester, oh, do, me, do me a favor. Go to PDQ and and get him some some tenders. All right. That's what I had to I will. All right, buddy. Bye. I go to PDQ. Thanks. Bye.
0: Oh boy. He is like uh, what what was the what was the girl who di- who married the old man and died in Jamaica? What was her name? Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. Fester is Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs>
3: Mike, this is the craziest freaking episode ever! And then Mac is a listener of my Schnitz show, and he was an I MJ, and, he was an MJ and BJ, and an MJ morning show listener. That is the craziest damn thing in the
0: world. Oh I love MJ and BJ, but when MJ left, I only listened to MJ, but I missed MJ. I think he meant when BJ left, obviously. <laughs> oh, my God. All right,
3: Froggy. What the, what, I, I got to say hi to a couple of people. I got a couple of stories here. Okay. I mean, this podcast episode... We're almost at an hour here, and I, we've done, like, nothing I've planned, but I guess... It's
0: too much. It's, it's, it's been too much. I mean, I mean, it's been too great. Hey,
3: got to say hello to Daniel. Daniel is 15 years old. Daniel sent me a note. Hi, schnitt slash MJ. This is Daniel. I'm 15. My mom and I have been listening to your show for a very long time. I was wondering if you could shout her out on the next podcast. Her name is Linda. Thank you. I love the podcast. Please keep it going. I watch it, well, listen, every day on my way to school, and I also uh, love the Schnitz Show every day. Thank you for your time, and if you want to shout her out, I would appreciate it, but you don't have to. Thank you. As always, keep up the great work from Skipper the Golden Lab, uh, a.k.a. Daniel. Thank you, Daniel, and and Mom Linda, for listening to all of the MJ Schnitz products uh highly, highly appreciated. I right, Froggy, before we get out of here, any update? Remember in the early episodes of our podcast, maybe last mm-hmm. October, November, when you were magnet fishing, you yes. you picked up a gun underneath a bridge in what in Palm Harbour. No, no,
0: no, 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 We don't, we don't. <laughs> Hold on. no, 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 not no, not talk about no, Why not? no, Why not? Because I, I I don't have it in my possession. Why? Is there some reason you're bringing up the gun? Yeah, because there are two stories that are similar. Oh Jesus! That, that, okay, I just want to make sure. I, that, I thought you had. I thought. Listen, I have a gun with scratched off serial numbers <laughs> in my possession, and you didn't. Okay, and you didn't
3: call the cops. The first thing I told you to do last year, after you pulled the gun out of the water, I said, "Call the police and give them the gun." And where was this again? Where did you guys find the gun?
0: It was in Dunedin, under an overpass bridge, and right. I did call the police, and they said it was too, the the gun was too damaged at this point due to the salt water to be examined. So they told me that it was they couldn't they couldn't figure no, it out. They
3: didn't send anyone to look at the gun.
0: No, why not? They did not. They make- didn't. I, I I'd imagine at, at the height of magnet fishing because it's very popular right now. <laughs> yeah. I would think that they get a lot of calls from people saying, I found weaponry. There's a lot of YouTube videos. If you type in magnet fishing, found a gun or something like I, that. I, I,
3: for, hold on. I'm going to give you one chance to come clean here. This podcast is getting listened to by thousands and thousands of people. And you mentioned Dunedin. By the way, you gotta say it. You can't say Dunedin. You gotta go Dunedin. Are you telling me the truth that you really called the police and they said, don't worry about it? I have a hard time believing that. You got one shot to tell me the truth and come clean right now.
0: No, I didn't call the police.
3: Son of a. Froggy, don't lie to me! Don't
0: lie to me! What? Listen, he, he, okay. Here's the thing. So why, would you, why,
3: why you? would you lie to me and tell me that you called the police and they said, don't worry okay. about it. You find a gun in the water. Uh, yeah, I, that's not even believable or plausible for two seconds.
0: Can I be honest with you? Yes. We found the gun. We picked it up. We started handling the gun. I started freaking out. I go, what are you doing? We're handling a gun that might have been used for a crime. Okay. My friend then cleaned the gun, handled it more. Now the gun is immaculate it, My fingerprints are all over it I, I freaked out Okay uh, So what I did was I threw it in another lake You threw the gun away? I threw it What the f- I threw it in another...
3: Oh, my God. And this thing could have been... This could have solved the crime, Froggy.
0: No, no, no. It's in a It's in a pond, and I will never... It's in a pond so, in Tampa Bay, oh my and God. I will not tell you where it's at.
3: The reason why I'm bringing the story back up, Froggy, is because I, I found an item. Couple finds loaded revolver while magnet fishing off bridge in Boston. That's... Oh, my God. Really? What'd they do? Two people magnet fishing off a bridge in Boston reeled in a loaded firearm covered in mud... A man and woman using magnets to fish off a bridge late Saturday behind Lemuel Shattuck Hospital in the city's Jamaica Plain section made the unusual find when their equipment made contact with something heavy. Upon oh, said the Boston Police, they went to the police while well, you didn't, you imbecile. Upon removal, they discovered that they had recovered a firearm. The firearm, a black snub-nosed revolver, was loaded and covered in muddy gunk. Investigators were unable to determine the make and model of the gun due to the mud. It was later turned over to the department's ballistic unit for testing. The pair who found the firearm in Scarborough pond were not identified by police. Uh, They were together when they made the surprising discovery, blah, blah, blah. So there you go. So I, I, when I saw the story,
0: I'm, I'm really nervous now. I mean, can I get in trouble?
3: Dude, you, you might have discarded evidence. I told you to call the police last year, Froggy. I told you to get a hold of the police and take care of this.
0: Two things. Okay, the first thing, I was so ahead of the magnet fishing phase. All right, okay, trend. Second, if I threw away evidence from a crime that I didn't know was a crime, could I be I, in trouble for a crime? I'd call a lawyer. I I would get, you could be in a lot of trouble. And then the other story
3: that I saw, not just that, California fisherman reels in a live pipe bomb from a river. Oh my
0: God,
3: (laughs) really? I'm not making this up. Listen to this. A California fisherman got the surprise of a lifetime recently when he reeled in a live pipe bomb while fishing. On the Sacramento River, according to local reports, John Kenyon, who's been fishing on the waterway for more than 15 years, told the local TV station that he's never seen anything like it. We thought it was like an anchor, so we put the net away, got the line up. We got it right into the boat and realized what it was. My father-in-law was like, it's a bomb. Everyone get to the front of the boat. <laughs> While Kenyon and his family were waiting for the police they discovered that another boat close by had made the same discovery. Local bomb squad eventually determined that both devices were still live. Oh my god. Two, two pipe bombs were reeled up by two separate boats. What the hell?
0: It's a did he say duck and duck and cover?
3: He said that I think they were probably trying to blow up salmon by knocking them out and having them float to the top.
0: Okay, and that's the most disgusting oh, part right there. The people God. that do that. Okay, that is disgusting. Yeah, it really is. That's awful.
3: All right, uh, let's wrap this thing up. What a what a freaky crazy podcast episode.
0: I hope Fester's old man friend is okay. I mean he sounded okay, no, he's fine. but that's a traumatic event.
3: Nah Mac's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a hold of Mac and tell him to put me in the will and not Fester. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm gonna start talking to Mac on the radio directly. Mac, hey, it's Schnitt. Thanks for listening. Hey. I swear
0: Schnitt's talking to me.
3: (laughs) All right, folks. Don't forget spread the word the MJ Morning Show is back with this fantastic podcast series and everyone's just asking for more 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 we want more of the MJ Morning Show I don't know maybe we'll, we'll expand to uh, mm. you know a couple of episodes a week I don't let, let's see what happens of course tell everyone the MJ Morning Show is back go to mjmorningshow.com all the details all of our previous I even lost track is this episode 40 is this 41 or
0: 40? I think it's 40-something.
3: Hold on. Let me let me check. Hold on. Let me go to the website because they're all... I th- is it because last week we did the best of since we were moving. Uh, I know we're getting to
0: about a year. We're yeah. close to a year on... Yeah, October 23rd is a year. Yes.
3: MJMorningShow.com. I got to look up and see what freaking number episode we're
0: on here. I don't even 42, know. maybe.
3: Uh, uh, this is 41. Yeah, La- Cracking the Vault... Uh, where we pulled out all kinds of great stuff. People love last week's episode, all kinds of great material from from uh, the old hard drive. Uh, this is 41. Spread the word. Uh, every all All episodes, you can play them right from the website. Just push play. Every single episode is listed. Just scroll down to number one at the beginning mjmorningshow.com of course uh, you can email me mj at mjmorningshow.com that's mj at mjmorningshow.com you can call our hotline 813-467-6290 813-467-6290 you can leave a voicemail or you can text follow me on twitter at todd schnitt follow me on instagram at certified todd schnitt frog anything else
0: Oh, I'm good. That was fun, man. Good oh, episode,
3: man. All right. See you next time, folks. The MJ Morning Show.
2: I'm Jerry P. Tuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out radioinfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn
1: Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com.